and welcome to Herpaderp, a podcast about breaking the stigma on herpes and empowering the community. I'm your host, Erin DeVost. As always, you can review my episodes on YouTube or find the link to the channel on the podcast Instagram page at Herpaderp Podcast. Thanks! Hey, Herpaderpers! Welcome to September. I can't believe how 2018 is flying past us. September always seems to be a productive, get-shit-done type of month. The mindset of school, end of summer, lings in a little bit longer, but still feeling those fall chills about now. And you know what? Pumpkin spice is even back. Yes, I was that person on September 1st who went to Starbucks. I had to. I'm a one-and-done kind of pumpkin spice girl. I can only... Handle those about once a year or when I'm going pumpkin picking. You know, only when it's appropriate. September is also a big month for Herpaderp. Some of you have may have noticed I had an amazing photo shoot during Labor Day weekend. I want to give a shout out to my ladies who helped me within the production. Uh, the famous photographer um, and my amazing hair and makeup artist. She made my face and eyebrows on point, as always. And also, we can't forget our personal assistant of the day and dog caretaker that day as well. You know who you are, and I thank you so much, ladies. It was such a fun, beautiful, and sunny day that was taking in just the sunshine and just like the happiness of the day. I can't explain that even more. And there will be more photos to come, as you will um, see sporadically. It's amazing to have friends who support you in your mission. Yes, a podcast about herpes, but having fun in public with no shame of me saying herpes loudly. You guys are truly Herpaderpers fans, and I want to thank you and give you that shout out today. And also, thinking about September also brings the end of summer feels. Today's episode will be a great reflection of it. I attended Pride Parade um, with my work this past weekend, and it was a blast. I got to chat with a few peeps from uh, the LGBTQ community to ask uh, about their experiences. Can't wait to share with you some clips um, on the day and experiences and support and love all around. It was such really, in a way, moving experience because I've never been um, a part of a parade of this sort. I've always um, been on the sidelines, so it's great to, you know, be walking with everyone and to support everyone. It's such a great feeling. And aside from that, also the end of summer also marks discovering... Uh, my diagnosis those years ago, and which also makes myself always ask the same question of why there is no cure to herpes. I understand it's not fair to ask ourselves this question because we all have an understanding of why there isn't a cure. We find ourselves concluding to the scientific conclusion and evaluation or the mental breakdown revolving a healing the emotional impact it took on us. The tool of knowing there is no cure for the racing side effects of emotion. It's a herpes simplex virus. Complex, uncomfortable, and inflammatory. 
It's very personal asking ourselves with herpes to ask this question of why there is no cure. I'll share my scientific research and a mental breakdown of how I feel about it. The herpes hypothesis, when I was first diagnosed, was the viruses always stay inside you but remain dormant with having uh, the chance it could still happen again and have that outbreak. Though, as I was partially right, it's not necessarily just that. We know herpes is skin-to-skin contact, and it could go undetected in the body's immune system. And we all know uh, the HSVs, like the birds and the bees, HSV1, herpes type 1, is known as oral herpes. It causes cold sores and few fever blisters around uh, the mouth and face. And HSV2, uh, type 2 herpes, is known as uh, genital herpes. This can cause sores in the genital area or pain during urination. Type 1 is contacted through uh, contact such as kissing, eating from the same utensils, and sharing lip balm. And type 2 is spread through sexual contact. And we all know this. And once the virus is in the person's system, it stays there for life. People can be affected with the virus and have no symptoms. Right now, the sores and other symptoms of herpes are treated with one of several antiviral medications. Uh, There is no cure and there is no preventative treatment such as a vaccine. And our immune system reacts quickly to viruses and is ready for the virus again should it appear in the future. The herpes virus, however, doesn't always present itself immediately. Uh, It's hibernating within our bodies and then periodically reoccurs. The herpes virus has more complicated DNA than most infections and has ways to go undetected by our immune system much like cancer cells do. Since vaccines work by stimulating the human immune system, that makes it more difficult to develop an um, inclination of herpes. It makes it hard to develop a vaccine because you don't know where the target is. It's interesting because this study has been going on for centuries, and this means it is more like a guest to our body than an invader, if that makes sense. And it is highly, herpes is highly capable of invading our immune system, which is why we have um, these reactions and outbreaks um, relating to uh, stress or feeling um, other types of uh, feelings of sickness. I'm going to get into now the corporate uh, details of what is going on. So all these um, barriers making and developing a herpes vaccine is like a double-edged sword for pharmaceutical and biomedical companies. The fact that the virus is so common makes a vaccine uh, a potential lucrative product. The fact that the virus is so complicated makes research expensive and lengthy. Uh, The recent research that I had uh, looked into that I'm pulling up here right now is one of, there has been um, a trial uh, last year, actually. There's a trial uh, reviving around um, Genosea, 
uh, biosciences um, known as Gen 003 herpes vaccine. So they have went through uh, this trial which had produced uh, positive results, but it wasn't enough to persuade uh, company executives to move forward, which I was kind of like, what? Um, and so what happened was um, Genesea had cut the program and was looking to, quote, license out, end quote, its infectious disease programs to a partner uh, company. And so they felt um, there was a great need to develop such a vaccine and a market for the product was there if it was produced. Um, And also to have um, people participate in this as well. Um, However, uh, the trial uh, would have cost $150 million and has taken three years for this to come about. And in the end, the company's board and investors were unwilling to take on that investment, which blew my mind in that sense, and that the need for more basic research is needed to get a better understanding of herpes virus may be needed before companies are willing to sink hundreds of millions of dollars into a vaccine. And hello, research is everything, so researchers will have to come up with some different strategies if a herpes vaccine is going to be produced. So in a way, we think we know it all, but researchers haven't fully invested themselves in it just because it's such a complex virus. And clinical trials that looked promising did not produce the anticipated results. So companies have been moving forward onto other medications, such as cancer vaccines. So, can we agree that the scientific way is the longer way to explain that to ourselves, why there is no cure? It's informative, but we can keep it simpler than that. Uh, Want to know my reasoning? To me, it's because no one is talking about it. Herpes is so common that pharmaceutical companies have given up on creating other vaccines because it's not a simplex virus. Well, simplex meaning it's not simple. See what I did there? I appreciate the efforts gone into it, and we all wish the results were different. One day, there will be a cure. But what's important to do right now is to take care of ourselves, our bodies, and not change who we are because of this. We are thriving with the herpes for a lifetime, and two-thirds of us around the world have it. Something will be said, for now, we let it go like our (laughs) lesions, we just let it be. (laughs) And feel free to share your thoughts and your interpretations of why there's no cure at herpaderpodcast at gmail.com. Everyone may not have the same old story, but we are all in this together, and I can't wait to see what you have to share. And with happier thoughts and with the rest of the episode, I want to take you through my experience of uh, the Pride Parade that happened in my hometown. There is so much joy this past weekend celebrating Pride and through uh, Burlington, Vermont, as you may have seen on my Instagram. But I just wanted to also say, like, you know, these types of communities are very 
important to us as people and as individuals and to really grow into who everyone wants to be. And also, I had met two people that I had met that is part of the herpes community too, and I'll get into that in a later episode, but I just wanted to give them a shout out on making the remaining them anonymous for now because I want to respect their privacy, but I just want to thank you both again for us all meeting together and to start developing something big, and I really can't wait to share with that soon in an upcoming episode but to have like our conversations that we had the that day it just made me not only not feel alone but it made me feel that we all have the same questions that we keep asking ourselves like how there is no cure and how a partner or a friend or who we're in a relationship with like is reacting to this like how we see, you know, herpes as being something, yes, that we have, but for also, we don't want people to think, like, it's such a sacrifice, like, giving into what we have as well, like, yeah, like, you, we're thinking that you're believing that herpes is fine with what we have, and that you're afraid of getting it, but be communicative about that. I really support partners and those who don't have um, herpes to really consider that. Like, don't, we don't want you to think it's such a sacrifice for giving into, like, having sex or kissing us for being, like, having that risk. And luckily, the individuals I've met with, we have never passed it on to someone we've received it and we're very uh you know in a way fortunate in that sense but knowing people who are you know have passed it on and have not who we have realized it's just like the virus and the pharmaceutical companies have explained like it is hard to pinpoint where such a thing is coming from and the one thing that we can really do is to spread that awareness and to really talk about making uh, those moves, like letting everyone know who we come in contact and physical contact with that we have this and that, you know, saying that, yes, they're wanting to accept us instead of thinking it's a sacrifice for yourself because in the end, like, we (laughs) can't plan these things. Like, we cannot plan or understand fully like what we have but it's best to fully support all around and to educate yourself and to really put yourself out there and I really want to be this person for you as well but to also share uh information that you have passed along as well so I just again want to give those individuals a shout out and to really you give really inspired me to deep dive into our, you know, psychic reasoning and understanding of what is going on, which is what this podcast is all about. Like, we're trying to break the stigma and empower the community and make the community aware that you are 
not alone, but also how we can advocate ourselves and to really control these types of conversations we are having. So I just want to thank and really uh, reflect upon that as well. Again, there's many positive things in the world and to really bring ourselves like into the light and out of the darkness is what's truly amazing. And just this past weekend with pride and meeting members of the herpes community, it's truly inspiring and truly um, has made me reflect a lot. And, you know, even when my favorite mantra is to say is by being yourself, you put something wonderful into this world that was not there before. And to really reflect on that, like we are all being who we are is something wonderful. And it's something unique that we put into this world every day. And I really can't wait to keep sharing, keep exploring, keep being who we are and open to what is to come with everything around us. So I really want to thank you and to continue sharing, reaching out to me and to anything or anyone in the community as well or to make these types of connections. So again, really exciting things. For the Herpeter podcast, and I'm really excited to share the people who I've met along the way as well. And I can't wait for everyone to share what they have to say, which also uh, brings me into a few things that another things I wanted to share was I have a few upcoming guests uh, for my podcast coming up, and I really am excited for you uh, to meet them. Um, they're to me, they I welcome anyone who wants to interview whether you have the herpes virus or not, but I'm curious to hear uh, different perspectives. Like my friend uh, Jess, who will be coming on on our next episode, will be deep diving into uh, sexuality and how that can really uh, perceive and like change m- minds in the sense that you know, like having herpes can, you know, make you or break you in the sense of, am I sure that I love who I really love, who I'd given this to me, but to also see the ways of seeing how people can even change their sexuality or whom they like or love based on this type of experience. So I'm really excited to explore this with Jess and she uh, is a current grad student um, that has uh, studied psychology and is going into social work and uh, it's going to be a really amazing episode and we have a few other upcoming guests uh, coming up as well so to really bring everything to light I'm so excited to share with you and let's keep going let's keep moving forward like I said like September is the type of month where we have to get shit done and so we are doing exactly that most importantly take care of yourself no matter exactly what is going on with you in your life right now what's important is to take care of yourself and to understand the perspectives and also the open possibilities of what is to come so I want to thank you again herpaderpers and with happier thoughts, uh, definitely enjoy the laughter of the end of this episode in terms of what I had experienced this weekend. So, again, uh, 
you know, it's all about confidence. And I can't wait to talk to you soon.